We are back, baby. Let's do it. It's another episode of More Important Issues. It's good to have you guys in. I'm going to... Yeah, okay. Anyway, sorry. I just got distracted. I distracted myself. I'm throwing myself for a loop. It's another great episode. It's Masters Week. Tomorrow kicks off the Masters. Um, get your bets in. Do it now. I'm not going to tell you who I'm picking because I'll get ridiculed because I, I I don't know the winner. So I'm just going to stay away from that. We will have Chad on for bad beats later. Um, this wouldn't my pick wouldn't even be a bad beat because it was probably never on the radar. So I'm just staying away from it. I'm just staying away from it. So I have a question for since you're a golf guy, I'm not. So I do want to ask you while while I'm thinking about it. The the Pats pick. Do you see that boost? I will be taking that boost. Okay. I'm not willing to say it's going to hit, but I'll be taking it. How many how many units are you thinking? I, I want to go the full fit. Like, is, is it max 50, I assume? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I kind of want to go full fit. I mean, but, like, that's kind of how I've been doing. That's really not so much, like, because I'm super confident in it or anything. It's just because that's what I've been doing for boost lately. So. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think I may do that. I, nothing's but you, decided. But you, you feel good about it, though. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel okay. good about it. Okay. For sure. For sure. Um, that's all needed. That's, so that's, it, that's if, it. If it doesn't hit, I'll just – Come collect, you know, drive up to John City. and 100%. You should do that. Um, <laughs> you should. You guys, we're going to be talking about spring practice. Um, spring practice news, you, you know it all. We'll get there. Don't worry. Um, talk a little bit of basketball. Keon Johnson, listen, I, I knew he was going, but you, you can't be out here breaking kids' hearts. <laughs> he did. It shattered. I mean, you, you, tweeted, you tweeted that. You, you had, in my opinion – that that should have been his commitment that he was staying, in my opinion. Yeah, you, you knew it was going to come out of that, but yeah, I mean, breaking kids' hearts. <laughs> um, you do yeah, you, right? Uh, but then we're also going to be talking about some fall baseball. Good news, um, good news. Fall baseball got a win over Eastern Kentucky last night. Welcome Florida into Lindsey Nelson this weekend. Vol creatures or legend, legends of Lindsey Nelson are going to be out. I imagine in full effect. Excited to see what they've got in store this weekend. Not just l- legends, but also fall baseball. Sweet, that's what we're going for. Landon's already got the broom out. I'm sure. Oh, it's ready. It's ready. It's uh, it, I I cleaned it out, so it, it's ready for a, a real good sweep this can't, weekend. Can't wait, cannot wait. Uh, we're <laughs> we're also we've got Chad on. Uh, we're gonna do Chad's b- bad beats, worst bets Chad's gotten this year. As a, uh, I mean the betting betting cycle for most for the average person, um, which I consider myself extremely av- the average of the average, um, has kind of ended. Uh, I mean you'll you'll get some NBA picks especially, you know, when playoffs come around. But the college football, the I feel like NBA can be way more analytical than, like, college sports. Or, like, professional, excuse me, professional sports can be way more analytical than college, which makes – that's what makes betting fun, the unexpected, in my opinion. Obviously, I like to win money, but the unexpectedness of it is what makes it fun to me, too. I've been liking doing the NBA props. Um, I've been doing a little bit of MLB. Um, because it's just like during the day. So I like to just kind of check in on, on that a little bit throughout the day. Um, but I, I've been winning some money on some NBA props. So, Wow, thanks for sharing, Landon. We appreciate Michael it. Michael Porter Jr., that, that's been my go-to. That's my we, guy. We appreciate you sharing. Sharing is caring. I'll remind you of that. Drop your questions in the chat. Tell us where you're listening from. All that good stuff. We're excited for another episode. 
Yeah, also go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Um, also go check out our network, Volunteer Roadshow. They do a great job of making the show possible. So uh, let's get it going. We'll see you on the other side. I, I'm sorry I took that from you, Caleb, but uh, I, I like Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, April 7th. Like I said, it is Masters Week. It feels real this time. It was cool, in my opinion, to get a November Masters. Um, you know, different, at least it happened, you know, COVID killed a lot of things. Couldn't take a, couldn't take Augusta from our grips. Um, but I mean, see the azaleas, um, I mean, just the, and then everyone's going to talk about the conditions this week. I know it's gonna be a hot topic, but it's good. It's good to have the masters back. Dustin Johnson did win it. It, He'll, his name will go in the record book. I will say this though. The masters officially ruined pigs in a blanket. Did you see that? So he won it. He won it in November, but a lot of people, because oh, okay. of, like the way the course played and stuff they're they say he did. I mean, well, obviously well, he did. Yeah. They're, they're putting the asterisk on him. Like he's LeBron or something. And I just think that's bull crap. I just think it's bull crap personally. Um, but it's good to have it back. Spring practice, spring practice is I, it's been, everyone's doing it right now. Right. I mean, even high school teams are kind of getting in on the spring practice action. Yeah, I love it. Um, we we kind of heard from some coaches. We heard from some players today that met with the media. Uh, Jerry Mack, Willie Martinez were the coaches, and the first person that Jerry Mack pointed out is a is a name we just keep hearing, um, and that that's Jabari Small. And you know, he, he mentioned he praised him a little bit. Said he was born to to be a running back, and uh, you know, I I just think he's set up well to be Tennessee's featured back this fall. I think you cut out. I did. I definitely cut out. Um, oh, you're working. back. You're back. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Uh, sorry, a little technical difficulties here as I uh, get everything underway. Sorry, spring practice, though. Uh, feel free, Landon. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to make you repeat it. Um, I know everybody else heard you, but I, I didn't. So um, so I was talking about how, how we heard from Jerry Mack, Willie Martinez. We heard from some players today um, that met with the media. And – the first person that Jerry Mack brought up was, was Jabari Small, and you know, continue to hear praise from him. From him, um, I, I'm I'm thinking more and more, our prediction of him being Tennessee's feature back this fall is going to come to fruition. Yeah, no, definitely, and I mean, I feel like he's just the easy one. I mean, I guess you know, you could have a, you know, they actually they mentioned D Beckwith too, how he's just kind of, um, I mean, he's still obviously learning a ton just about the position on a daily basis. 
Um, but they did mention him. But yeah, I think Jabari Small is probably going to be your number one guy uh, when the fall, at least when you know September rolls around. Yeah, and he was asked today, "What do you, you know, what was it like when uh, Eric Gray and Todd Chandler decided to transfer?" And his answer was, "Next man up." Yeah. So you, I mean, you love. I, yeah, I mean, he didn't really show any love toward them, which. It is what it is. Um, you know, those guys were kind of playing, so I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get the whole transfer. If you're, if you're a starter and and you're producing, I don't, just don't understand the transfer. But whatever. Um, I guess they put it out there where they can do it, so they're gonna take advantage of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing from Jabari Small. Um, also, D Beckwith got some praise. I'm kind of being an intelligent player, and he just looks like a freak. I, I mean. You know, when you see a six-five guy in the backfield, you're like, "Holy crap, this sucks." <laughs> um, but I mean, he he just looks like an all-around athlete. I think you can use him in a number of ways and, and at a number of positions. But you know, I'm interested to see how they kind of use him at running back. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point about him kind of being unusual size. You don't see that often. Um, I, I just the way Hypo uses uh, athletes in this in his system. Um, I think they'll certainly find a creative way to do it. I mean, but one guy we we haven't talked about much, and um, he's also – he's not practiced yet, right, Tyon Evans? He is practiced in limited capacity, okay. um, but I think he's kind of back. I think he was in non-contact or he wasn't in shoulder pads the first couple of days. Um, but I think they're working on getting him back to full health. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay, I mean, so that, but that's a guy could be in the number one, number two, Juco, um, running back coming out of, you know, coming through this class. And, um, certainly a guy that, uh, I think will have an impact. How much of an impact you mentioned how just Jabari Small seems like the number one guy. So I think how much of an impact is definitely in question, but I, I think you'll see the ball playing. Yeah. And Jerry Mack mentioned him too, uh, that he's getting better and better each and every day. Um, so that's good to hear that. You have a number of guys that could see playing time this year. You know, it's, it's not just one guy getting the bulk of the carries. And you know, you I think Jabari Small said today he mentioned a guy like Jalen Wright is um, super fast and learning the position. You know, getting used to that game speed. But you know, he's a guy that can be utilized as well. So I think you have a ton of options at that running back position. Um, it's it's just like how. How do you use them? And does right. that have to do with your offensive line? Does that have to do with your quarterback? Um, you know, are, are you wanting to go more power backs at times or are you want to go, um, you know, sp- speed and and try to get on the outside? Do you want to use them, utilize them a lot in the passing game? Um, so I think you have a ton of options. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited about that running back room because I, th- I think it is probably your most talented Room, it's unproven talent, but I think if there's a lot of talent in that room, whereas uh, at a linebacker position, right. <laughs> how do we, we always how do we, we always get back to the how do we, we always get back any. to the linebacker? I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, and I mean, it's what keeps me up at night. Oh, oh, you're staying up. You're you're waiting to. You, you, how do you sleep, man? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the roster. I'm like, well. He's not there. He's not there. Um, <laughs> what are we gonna do? But uh, yeah, I, I think they're they'll find some bodies. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, that's the the big thing. Hopefully, um, I mean, could it get much worse? I I, I don't want to say that. I guess it could. But I mean, they were terrible last year too. 
Yeah, but you would, I mean, one of your better players was also there and they were terrible. So I'm willing to say, yeah, it, it could get worse. Mm. I'm willing to say that. Yeah, that's not good. Not good. I don't like that. Thanks a lot. I can't sleep tonight either. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> just doing, doing my job over here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, golly, I just got totally lost here. Um, I know, I know, we're not talking about. Uh, I know we're talking about the a bad position and bad news. So, I mean, I'll just. Eh, I don't know. Is it bad news? He came out and apologized. Doesn't look like he's. It, I thought he was maybe leaving. Uh, I mean, you kind of probably talked about that, but uh, Caden Salter in that situation. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, the he apologized. So, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to dwell on it. He, he said he made some mistakes and. You know, just wants to focus on the end goal, and that's being the best student athlete that he can be. So, I mean, I I hope he realized that you know this this program doesn't need any more distractions. And you know, not a knock on him, but that was you know both the instances was a distraction. It was the the instance in the dorm room with the charges dropped, but it was still a distraction. Um, and especially a guy with as much hype as he had coming into the season, mm-hmm. you know, it just it's unfortunate, and I hope he's learned from it, and I hope he, you know, it doesn't really affect him that much. But uh, you got to think he's kind of the low man on the totem pole in that quarterback room right now. Right. No, I mean, definitely does not help the this, this situation. I mean, like, don't know how great of a chance he had being – I mean, I got to think he had a – I got to think he had pretty much the same chance as everybody else, um, you know, with a new coach coming in. Um but I mean, I don't, I don't exactly know that to be true. Uh, but yeah, definitely did not get off to the hottest of starts. Yeah, and, and you know, this program as a whole just needs—they need all the positivity they can get. And, and you know, the negative headlines, you know, guys getting arrested, things like that. You know, you just can't have that right now. You're, you're not. Your program's not at a place where you can a- afford some of that. Right. Um, so, I, like, like I said, good for him to coming out and, and apologizing. Hopefully, he learn from it. Um, yeah, just do better. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all you can all you can hope for right now. Yeah, and ho- hopefully he's back, and you know, hopefully he is able to kind of right the wrong there, and you know, you know, we'll we'll see kind of where he's at come this fall. Right. But yeah, he, he probably behind a little bit, I'd say. Right. Um, we are down on Twitter right now, uh, so we need to maybe let our followers know. It looks like Periscope's having an issue. Um, broadcasts are just not available. I know there's – do you know what's going on? Like with So Periscope is no more, like the app's non-existent. Did we officially lose it tonight? I did not know that. Yeah, Twitter bought it a long time ago, um, but I think they're officially like moving to a different platform. Uh, so we are not on Twitter, but thank you for uh, everybody joining on YouTube and uh, Facebook and all that good stuff. We do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Twitter is down right now. So uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow, today in real time, um, and you're like, hey, I didn't see that. That's why. Uh, for some reason, we're down on Twitter. I am trying to figure it out, actively looking for solutions. Um, I will say, I don't know. Oh, just shout out on the Caden Salter thing. Uh, just move on. Hopefully the apology maybe means he's on his way back, uh, to the team. Um, you know, I know that's like, that is just me like hoping and maybe some assumption from the apology. Uh, nothing's been like officially announced, uh, just for someone to come out and make an apology. I think there's a chance of maybe like on the right track to return. 
Yeah, ho- hopefully there's some dialogue there with the coaches that are just like, sit them down like, hey, man, this is, we, we can't have that. Um, you know, we we really like you as a player, um, as a student athlete, but, hey, we can't have the distractions. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to right the wrong somehow. So, you know, maybe you just run them to death. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Um, you know, make him run Neyland Stadium with Mike Eckler. I was going to say, make him run to work with Mike Eckler. <laughs> yeah. Like, just – or whatever, wherever Mike Eckler's running. I don't know if he really knows exactly where he's running, but, you know, you yeah. get it. Yeah, he, he he won't do – he won't make the mistake twice after no. a run with Mike Eckler. <laughs> I, I got to – yeah. After that uh, marathon down I-40, I got to think he's good. He'll be, he'll yeah. be done with that. So. Sure. <laughs> Um, okay, you got uh, any any more spring practice news updates? Um, I do. Did you know that? I mean, Prin- Princeton Font didn't even know that Noah Font was his cousin until the other day. So, okay, did you know Ooh, that? I didn't know that. That's kind of interesting how he was moved to tight end, and that's what Noah Fan plays too. So, Fan or Font? Now I'm confused. I thought it was Princeton Font. Is it Princeton Fant and Noah Fant and Noah Font? I don't know their names, apparently. I'm gonna say Fant because it's Fanta, so I'm gonna say that. Okay, that's. I mean, that's fine. I, I have no idea. Um, that whatever you want, whatever you want it to be, it's yours. I mean, we Take weren't in Neyland. I don't think he's ever caught a ball while we were in Neyland, so there, <clears> there's just no way of knowing. <laughs> that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, no way of knowing. I was about to say, I'm not confident that. Any announcer is going to get it correct nowadays. So that, that's that's true too. Um, I don't know. I need the pronunciation guide. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't even know yeah. if that helps. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't really know how to read that anyway. So it's always made for people in the South. So I appreciate it. Those yeah. pronunciation guides. No, always the best. Always. Um, any other spring practice that we didn't mention? Um, you know, I, I have a question for you. Do you think anybody moves to linebacker? Uh, I, see, the follow-up question, I'm not going to even have a good – like a, even a good guess. But, yeah, I think someone has to move, right? Yeah, you'd think. But uh, Jerry Mack kind of shut that down with Laneith Whitehead. You know, he, he was actually recruited as, as a running back, like – but he was a linebacker to, like, everybody else. Tennessee just let him play running back. But you got to think, like, the – kid was a four-star linebacker out of high school you would think that um that would be an easy kind of switch when maybe uh, but again if he's gonna produce a running back it's hard to switch him over you know if you're jerry mack you're like i'm not giving him up (laughs) right right no i i i feel like someone's gotta move i just don't know who it is like that's my thing i have no idea yeah i mean T. Hodge would be a candidate. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you've lost so many. You've lost like what? You don't have three linebackers that are currently suspended. Um, Bryson Easton is at defensive end, defensive line, um, kind of an edge guy. So he's not in that um, inside linebacker room. So I I don't know. I don't know really who you move there, Um, but. You know, Whitehead would probably be my guess, but then Jerry Mack was quick to say, "No, you know, discussions haven't even come about that yet." <laughs> so that just means that um, um, 
Golly, I'm blanking on his name. Um, dude from Michigan. Oh, my gosh. Linebacker's coach. Uh, uh, Brian G. Mary. Yeah, Brian G. Mary has not have figured out how to approach him about that, right? <laughs> yeah, he lost in rock, paper, scissors. Oh, they oh they you think they played? So there have been no no no. I don't even think he's brought it up. I think he's too scared. He he knows that uh he, he wants to keep him on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't even think he's brought it up. He hadn't had the chance to lose the game yet. Maybe when they do that first scrimmage and they realize how thin they are at linebacker, then they're like, All right, hey, you gotta come over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think that's like the for you know, off if you're a player and you've got your offensive and defensive coaches arguing, um, you should feel honored that they yeah. want you. Because they're trust me, those coaches, they, they've dealt with the guys where they're like, hey, like they'll, they'll go into the meeting room and they'll be like, hey, man, you know uh, you know this guy's a pretty dang good defensive back, right? Because he just wants him out of his drills and meeting room. <laughs> I mean, I would I would challenge some of those DBs and be like, hey, if, if you're getting burnt, we're putting your ass in the box. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would go that route too. Now that's usually, yeah, that can be a good or bad thing too. Getting moved from, uh, it's a fine line. Getting moved from DB to linebacker can, it's either a really, really good thing or really not a great thing. Yeah, yep, I agree. Um, Tyler Barron mentioned uh, Byron Young being. He said that you wouldn't find many more gifted uh, players than uh, Brian Young. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure, a guy, a guy that you definitely desperately need to produce and be able to come off the edge because you know right now, I mean, you lost your two best pass rushers last year, right? To transfers, um, so yeah, definitely need some production at that position. And then um, Willie Martinez talked about the star position a little bit the other day. Mentioned Theo Jackson, Jalen McCullough, Tamari McDonald, and Danico Slaughter have all worked at that position. That's that's interesting that we're keeping it the star. Um, maybe they have a different name for it, but that's what they called it in the press conference. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's not, it's, but it is. It's something to talk about. <laughs> well, is that becoming like the name now? You know, um, I, I guess. Yeah, I think like you know, it, who knows? I, I don't I know like why it changed the, the star from nickel, but yeah, it, exactly. It's just whatever. Who cares? Football guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay. Is that is that it for spring practice? Did we get it all? Hit it all? Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of it. Um, did you watch the juice? No. Is the new episode out? The first episode's out. Oh, I've already. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Did I get my mic off in time for each of those? No. No, you didn't. No? You heard it? I heard Dang. it, yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Maybe they didn't click good. Okay, um, no, I've seen the first episode, unless it's like the one that dropped last week, that one? Like the seven-minute one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes, I did watch that one. I didn't okay. know if you meant another one dropped. Yeah, I remember last week I, I jumped from five wins to, to seven. I don't know if they're hinting at it, but they showed a lot of Harrison Bailey slinging the football. So, Wouldn't that be a funny like conversation? I. I'm sure. I mean, Butch Jones definitely had those, so I hope they're not having them. Where it's like, hey, show more or less of this guy. Oh, like I hope that. Yeah, I hope that's not how that's working, because that would be a bad sign for Josh Heupel, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I just said let's avoid <laughs> the distractions. So don't be one yourself. Butch Jones was a distraction in himself. <laughs> 
So, you know, hopefully Josh Heifel's not doing anything but Jones did. Hopefully. I think or, or Jeremy Pruitt for that matter. Have they have they made the shirts yet? The the hype train shirts or the whatever? I don't know. What are all the shirts that we've seen? The slogans, taglines for Josh Heupel? Uh Hype House. Hype, hype house. house. Yeah, print the shirts. I'm don't really print the shirts, but <laughs> maybe we should print more shirts of where the players run out of the tee in the wrong direction. You Wait, know what I'm talking miss, about? I don't think I do. Did I miss something? You've never seen that T-shirt where they're running out of – it's like a aerial shot of Neyland Stadium, kind of. It's like a silhouette almost, and they have the players running out of the wrong side of the tee. So how, how old is it, though? Because we did used to sit on the east side. or stand uh, on the it, east it was like a couple years last ago. Last year? Okay. That's been a long time ago since, since Tennessee was on the east side. I mean, shoot. Oh, I don't remember when that happened. Like, it's been a while, it's, though. It's a good idea. Idea for sure, but it's wrong. You're gonna send that to me. I haven't seen that. Okay. I don't think. I don't know where it was sold at. Uh, maybe nothing too fancy or something like that. Okay. See, ah, dang. Don't 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 be talking. I love nothing too fancy. I do too. Can't can't be doing that. <laughs> um, shout out to nothing too fancy. How do how do I get some shirts from there? I saw some cool shirts there the other day. Okay. Let me get those. Yeah. Is there one in John City, or did you come here? No, 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 no. I just saw like on their Instagram or something. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a Knoxville. That's a Knoxville only store, as far as I know. That's weird. As far as I know. Um, Okay, ball basketball. It happened. We knew it. It was. It was just we. We were trying to delay the inevitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're trying to speak it into existence that he wasn't leaving. To be fair, he did tell a child that he was not leaving until Tennessee won a national championship. Yep. He told a child that. So I don't even know if we want that kind of character on our team. Maybe he meant um, until the NCAA tournament's over. Yeah, that could be it. Um, Read between the lines. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I think that's the spin zone to this is we don't even want Keon Johnson if he's going to lie to children. Like, John Fulgerson would never lie to a child. He would not, no. So, good way to actually just get him pals. (laughs) Probably. I had pals yesterday. I love that place. Um, but no, seriously, Keon, that that sucks. Uh, I mean, but you knew it was going to happen. Like you knew Jaden Springer. Jaden Springer declared on Monday, I believe. Um, we talked about yeah, we talked about that last episode. And um, Keon Johnson declared today. Oh, it's a matter of time. He's a top top ten pick. It was bound to happen. I mean, at least you know. Remember the good times. I just wish there was a way to know we were in the good old days before we left them. Um, I mean, good luck. Like it's going to be fun. We're going to have several walls in the NBA in the next couple of years. I mean. I know Admiral Schofield bounced a little bit back and forth um, his first year. I think, you know, he could find his way. I don't even know where he's at right now, to be honest. Um, is he still with the Wizards? I think he's in the Oklahoma City okay. G League. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, but you've got a, you've got several guys in the G League right now. Um, you know, and then, it, I mean, that's obviously just a – injury or need away from being in the NBA and um, or, you know, progress away from being in the NBA. But uh, I mean, Keon and Jaden will both be on NBA rosters next year. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun time to be a Tennessee fan as far as like, when's the last time Tennessee had this many guys even in the G league? Yeah. Uh, so Admiral Schofield's with the Greensboro swarm. So I think that's Charlotte's. Okay. Uh G League. G League I think he was the first pick overall in the G League. Oh, nice. 
So do they redraft every year, or how does that work? I don't know how that works. I don't know is anything it, about the G League. I don't either. But he's there. He's he's there. That's <laughs> the important part. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna definitely be it's it's gonna be a lot of fun to um, for. I mean, that's how you – for me, that's how I follow most NFL teams, uh, either fantasy or the Tennessee player on it, um, mm-hmm. which isn't as common anymore as it was when I was growing up. But, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely going to be – good luck to Keon. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like you said, it's it's going to be cool to have kind of more of that Tennessee footprint in the NBA. You have Grant. You have uh, Josh Richardson, um, Tobias Harris are kind of the – only three, I think, that actually are on a Tennessee roster or on an NBA, NBA roster. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's cool to, to keep up with those guys because Tennessee hasn't really. I mean, besides Tobias Harris, like before him, I don't remember there being a Tennessee guy in the league for very long, or had a had a role on a team. Uh, it's definitely been a while. It's yeah. been a while. Yep, been a while. Uh, anything else for basketball before we move on? Yeah, so Tennessee got a commit today from. Uh, oh, that's right. Golly, that 20, was today. Yeah, twenty twenty one shooting guard. He's at a Monteverde Academy in Florida. They just won the national championship over uh, Kenny Chandler's team at Sunrise Christian. Originally from France, kind of that same resources that that Tennessee got East Ponds with Mike. Mike Schwartz was a, a big hand in that, um, but he picks Tennessee, and uh, you know I, I watched his highlights. He's he's a good shooter, can put the ball on the floor, super athletic. He's six six, one eighty five, so kind of a longer uh, guard that can defend. Um, you know he talked about. I think I watched his um, thing with Austin Price, and uh, you know his his you know he talked about defense a lot, and that that's good to hear because you lose two really good defenders in Jaden Springer. Um, Keon Johnson and East Pond. So hopefully he's able to carve out a role in this team. Um, don't know a lot about him um, as far as that goes. Like he, I think he's a three star in Rivals. And I think that's basically because Tennessee offered him. I think George Washington, Georgia TCU, or other teams kind of looking at him. Um, but yeah, his, Quentin Dabungi. I'm going to go with it. That sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he seems to maybe be a little bit more um, basketball, more of a basketball player than East Ponds was coming in. We're going to compare him to East Ponds because he's French, and that's the easiest one to compare him to. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely I think it's a it's a pretty good commitment. Um, still need Tennessee at some point in some class to address the big man issue, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely got to get one. Um, you know, but I, I like this pickup. Again, you get – you know, a kid from a winning program. Um, he talked about in his uh, interview with Austin Price that he played point guard when he was younger, so he's really good with the basketball. So, yeah, I think he is more, you know, a little bit less than a project of East Ponds, maybe not right. as athletic. Um, I don't know what his musical talents are. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I, I don't think anyone can be as athletic as East Ponds now. I've heard some good careless whispers, so maybe, maybe, he, maybe he's got the sacks. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's no replacing these pawns, but uh, it's you lose a Frenchman and gain a Frenchman. Um, so hopefully, he has some hidden talents that we'll kind of uncover 
during his time at Tennessee. But yeah, good commit. Don't know a lot about him, but hopefully we'll we'll find out soon enough just how good this kid is. And uh, you know, it, Tennessee believes in the kid, or, or they wouldn't even attempt to put him on the roster. So yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, not good pickup for Tennessee. Excited to see where this goes. Ball baseball, big mm. good win. Big weekend coming up. Can't wait to see what happens at Lindsey Nelson. Yeah, scored uh, four runs last night against Eastern Kentucky in the in the first inning, and kind of never looked back from there. Won that game ten to one. Tennessee pitched nine different pitchers, um, so one pitcher an inning. Trey Lipscomb continues to really show out in the midweek games. He was two for four with two RBIs. I think he had two doubles in the game. Uh, Logan Sintra had a he's had a heck of a you know last three games. Um, and those three games, I'm talking about the two Saturday against Alabama, Sunday against Alabama, and then Eastern Kentucky yesterday. Um, and those three games, he's five for 12 and uh, four RBIs, two doubles, and a triple. Um, so, I mean, he's not just hitting singles. You know, he's getting extra base hits. And the kid looks like an MLB prospect. Right. I mean, he's 6'5", a kid that's athletic, kid that can swing the bat. Um, only a sophomore, so Tennessee's going to have him at least one more season. So I think that's big to kind of get him producing a little bit. Both those guys, Trey Lipskin and Logan Sintra, you, you have options. Um, if somebody's not producing, somebody's injured, you know, Logan Sintra played um, against Alabama on Saturday and Sunday because Liam Spence is dealing with with an injury. And, you know, Liam Spence is able to bat, but he wasn't able to go out in the field and really cover that area. So Stainter played for him um, and also about a ninth in those two games and really kind of made his presence felt in the SEC, which, you know, I think is huge. Um, and Tony Vitello mentioned last night that this team really hasn't reached its potential. You know, you have a lot of guys mm-hmm. struggling right now at the plate. Yeah, you know, two of those guys were our preseason All Americans, and Connor Pavoloni and uh, Max Ferguson are, are batting in the low two hundreds right now. Um, so if they get going, I think Tennessee is, you know, they're they're already kind of set at the top of the SEC. Um, I think we're tied for second in the SEC. We're, we're also second in the SEC East behind Vanderbilt. Right. Um, but I mean, if those guys get going, I, I think you know Tennessee can can go as far as anybody. You know, it's just getting to the postseason, and and then you kind of see what happens from there. Hopefully you get hot. Um, But I think Tennessee has a real good chance to to finish out this SEC season strong. Um, You play a Florida team this weekend who is kind of all over the place. They have Mm -hmm. the talent to be anybody any given night. But, you know, they got swept by South Carolina. Um, They swept Texas A&M, and then they go and beat Ole Miss who is one of the top teams in the country. They beat them yep. uh, two games to one last weekend. So definitely a team you, you don't want to take lightly. I think it's good to get them at home and, uh, you know, really show them what, what Tennessee baseball has become. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I mean, going into this Florida series, it's funny. I mean, coming off – now you're, you've are you won three SEC series to start the season. Um, and, I mean, those are all three great wins – um, Alabama being arguably your weakest, but also uh, listening to SEC coaches going into that series, talking about how Alabama's kind of the uh, the sleeper right now in the SEC. A lot of people mentioned just played some tough opponents to begin with, and um, could be a, could be a really really good team down the stretch. 
So did you, I don't know. For me, it feels like as it looking outside looking in, you're like, oh man, we'd be number seven, Georgia. Um, we swept LSU, who I know is struggling, but historically a good program. Um, and then you you get the series win over Alabama, and it's like, oh, like wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be nice to kind of uh, get get some a load off your off your chest there, but no, you get, now you got to turn around and welcome Florida home. And that's just the ground of the SEC baseball. And um, I mean, you do kind of got to embrace that. And it's definitely going to be a challenge. I, I like what you said about getting Florida at home. You get Florida and Vanderbilt at home the next two weeks. Um, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to play those two guys, which, which you have to each year, uh, you'd rather play them at home. And um, so getting them back to back is going to be nice uh, for Tennessee and um, at home. It, I think it's going to be a great experience for the, the players. I think the fans, Hey, if you're in Lindsey Nelson, you should be thinking about this week and next week as a bid for Tennessee to host a regional. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. You, you, re- you really, sh- you really should be. And I know the legends of Lindsey Nelson. We shout them out a lot on the show because they deserve it. Um, we're going to do a good job. But yeah, if you're if you're there this weekend, think about it like a bid. If you want to see baseball in late May, early June here uh, uh, there in Knoxville. I'm sorry, I said here like I still live there, um, but there in Knoxville and there at Lindsey Nelson. Be thinking about it like a bid. Um, you know, you've got Tennessee, which I know, you know, that series at LSU, Tony Vitello mentioned Knoxville kind of coming alive as a baseball. They kind of already were a baseball but baseball town, but maybe not known as well. Um, now people are starting to find out. You keep showing people because it, it could be a really great experience the next two weekends um, with a big matchup with Florida this weekend and then welcoming – Vanderbilt is number one in the nation, correct, still? Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't – Hopefully Tennessee is able to knock them off, but I, I don't even think a, a series win really knocks them out of the number one ranking because, I mean, that that team is just stacked. Right. Um, but, hey, a, a sweep might. So let's get, let's get them brooms <laughs> ready, baby. Get bust out, bust out the brooms uh, for Florida and then um, keep, them out for, keep them out for Vanderbilt because it's a mess. If we sweep uh, Vanderbilt, I'll do something. I'll, I'll wax my – what little chest hair I have on this show. I think you should get a tattoo of Tony Vitello on your ass cheek. If <sighs> I don't know, that lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like a little like TV or something. Hmm. Maybe like a little tiny vol script. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. Um, but I think Tony's going to be around a long time, so I, I think we should keep it. I also um. He, I think we should work on making some Tequila Tuesday shirts um, so that way maybe pushes the envelope for Vol Baseball for Ross Kibbett to, to get Tequila Tuesdays in the works. I agree. Yeah, I mean, could you ima- like the legends of Lindsey Nelson are already routed. Can you imagine <laughs> oh, them on a Tequila Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe don't. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. If you have a Vol card, you can't <laughs> participate in Tequila Tuesday. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, not a chance. Tennessee welcomes home or welcomes to Knoxville, Florida, 6.30 p.m. Friday night's first game. Um, you get all night. Well, obviously, Sunday afternoon happens Sunday afternoon. That can't really be changed. But you get an all-night series pretty much on uh, Friday, Saturday nights. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's go get the win. And with this with this team, you know, they just keep, like, getting milestones um, right. throughout this whole entire season. You know, they, they broke another one last night. It was the first time that they have went um, where it's best records through 30 games. They're 25 and 5 since 2004. 
And uh, to put it a little bit in perspective, in 2019, that team was one win away from going to a super regional. They were 22 and eight. Um, so even better, better than that team, which was a super talented team. So, you know, get you a little bit of excitement going yeah. um, for this week. Blood flowing. Get the yeah. blood flowing. All right, let's do it. We're also going to, now we're going to welcome onto the show our good friend Chad. Um, we kind of, I, I'll be honest, um, we're bringing Chad on for, um, Comedic value, if you will. Um, <laughs> we're, um, I, I'm sure he's made some good bets. Um, but as a guy who allegedly logged into his FanDuel account, allegedly, I can say that he's probably not made some good bets this year. Oh, there's been plenty of those. Um, I do want to start I, before we get into like your worst bets. Did you bet and did you win money on the national championship game? Are you playing Warzone right now? <laughs> what is that sound? No, I was typing. Oh, Sorry. it sounded like gunfire. Oh, it sounded like gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fast typer. Uh, yeah, I had Baylor plus four and a half, so that won pretty quick. Um, I mean, it wasn't. It was, I didn't have much on it. Not much left. To Smarter man than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any money on that game? Yeah, and I don't want to talk about it. Thanks for bringing that up, Chad. Um. I, and like, I mean, I guess from your so a lot of people were like, this is the least entertaining national championship game I can remember. Now, yeah, there have been some super entertaining national championship games um, to uh, kind of rub it in Landon's face. Is it 2015? Well, tw- I think 2016 uh, national championship game, the UNC Villanova buzzer beater. Yeah, nothing's really going to top games like that. Right. Um, but I think I would, I thought it was very entertaining. Counterpoint, I fell asleep before the end of it, but that's because I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it, yeah. it definitely, like, it was entertaining because, like, the the underdog won. But as far as, like, a competitive game, it wasn't that competitive. But, see, my it argument... Still felt, it still felt competitive to me because you kept thinking, all right, when's Gonzaga going to turn it on and start coming back? Like, I kept thinking that was going to happen. That's why I kept watching. <laughs> but it was also kind of nice to just see the overall, like, favorite just go down in a burning point draft. Yeah, I would have wow. rather it been Kentucky. Um, that would have been more yeah, fun. Yeah, oh, obviously. Um, but I, I, so, yes, if you're going to say, was it ever a close game? No. I mean, from the tip, it wasn't. But Gonzaga – was and, and you knew how good of a team you knew they were. You knew how quick they could score, especially like late or uh, late in the first half when they got it down to nine points. I think at half, like they were pushing, pushing, pushing Baylor. And we talked, we me and Landon have been talking about the whole season how Baylor can just go on these runs and just absolutely demoralize you. Well, they just went on that one of those demoralizing runs in the first two minutes and, and put Gonzaga back, like just completely put him back. They had no chance. When they brought it within seven points, Baylor goes on another run to just absolutely demoralize him. So I thought it was like – I thought it was entertaining because I thought Gonzaga – I mean, it. if Baylor hadn't played their best game all season, Gonzaga could have easily come back and won that game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just think the way that they played Kispert and, and Timmy, they just got they, – they just were not prepared for how – good Baylor's defense was. I think they knew how good they were offensively, but I, I don't think they were prepared for them defensively. Well, and then Jalen Suggs gets two fouls in the first three and a half minutes. Yeah. I that mean, and, and he played well, but, 
you know, Kispert and Timmy did not. No, no, um, no, they didn't. All right, so Chad, worst beats of the year uh, is Iowa in this. I Iowa, and you can do football too. Screw the, Iowa. The entire Iowa basketball team all year. That I lost so much money on Iowa this year, thinking. Yeah. Well, I they're hate Iowa. Or eighty points, and then they score sixty, and then like everyone touts them up as like this great. They were going to be so good this year, and they just weren't. And I obviously fell for it. I I don't <laughs> think about basketball. Even if I did research, I don't know what I'm looking at. I just I just hop on trains, and hopefully it turns out well, and it never does. Um, can I can I tell you too though? Like, what's funny is it isn't even just like. Like people who are betting or like like Emily, we did a bracket. I made her fill out a bracket. She picked Iowa to win the whole thing, and I loved it. Like I laughed. She's like, "What? Why are you laughing? They're the number three seed or something like that. They're not. It's not like she picked a fourteen seed to win it." I was like, I, "I've lost a lot of money on Iowa, and you just lost your entire bracket because of Iowa." This is by, the, <laughs> <laughs> by the time they were in the tournament. I'm like, I have learned my lesson. This team stinks. <laughs> They should have Iowa should have warned everyone about the Big Ten. What's stupid is Luca Garza won the National Player of the Year, and you can't tell me Luca Garza is better than Jalen Suggs. No. There's no way. I don't know. He's a good crier. <laughs> He's a good crier. I'll give him that. It's like, oh, congrats. You're bigger than everybody else on the floor. Corn fed. I don't. Is he from Iowa? I don't know. He cried like he was. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd cry if I was from Iowa too. <laughs> Do you have a specific like game that really like lost it for you? Was it Illinois? Illinois, Iowa. Were you there that night when everyone had money on it and we got reamed? Yeah, that was. Uh, I think I was, but I don't think I bet on that game for some reason. I, I think I was like I think I was almost already out on the Iowa train. Raleigh lost fifty bucks on it, so that was <laughs> yeah. That was I funny. didn't lose that much. I think I lost ten, which I know everyone's like, oh, "Wow, Caleb, that's a full unit for me, guys." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money. That's two units for me. <laughs> that's four for me. <laughs> Chad's bank. Chad, Chad, that's five for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the worst. Second worst beat I had all year was definitely when I was playing one of Gumpy's teasers. Which, if you don't mm. follow Bubba Gumpino, every single one it every single one of them hit. But I, I but I put in the wrong one. I, I put in <laughs> Oregon over Oregon State, and it should have been Oregon State over Oregon. So <laughs> that was one hit. of the dumbest things I did. It, everything else hit, and Oregon State hit. Um, I'm looking at it now. It was. We've all done it. it we've been there. <laughs> oh, I'm... It was. Yeah, plus four fifteen. I I had fifteen dollars on it. So that just ruined me for a while. I think I stopped <clears throat> for like two weeks for that. Um, I mean the the amount of times I've had a part, I've put some long shot parlay together, and everything but one hits. And then I, and then I started researching round robins, and I really still don't understand them. No clue. There's no way. There's no way they win money ever. <laughs> um. So what? What's uh, your top? Was your top Iowa? No, my top one is the one time when I listened to that one dude who said, "Peeny blinks." 
Yeah, Beanie Blanks. <laughs> who is who? I know I'm hot, but he's 100 percent into me. <laughs> like that's he. So he convinced me to. He convinced me to take the under in the Ravens Browns game from this year, and under was like 43 or something. And I pulled up the final score. Final score was 47 42. $50 on it. What yeah. game was wait, what game was that? Ravens Browns this year on Thursday night, I remember. And it was a great game, but I couldn't enjoy one second of it because right. I it was just, it was done. Even in like the the first quarter, I think I, it was over. I do remember that now. When I, one I, team I, hits the over, that's that's depressing. Oh, it, it was awful. Uh the best one I had was that one thing that we all hopped on one, so we're all in like a group gambling text full of low-rolling low degenerate. <laughs> and one day we're going to hit big, though. That's important to know. Eventually. And then we'll cover all our losses and come out even. <laughs> At one time, maybe. <laughs> one time, would you rather have gambled in one? <laughs> or, or gambled and lost rather than not gambled at all. <laughs> One time Landon put that uh, Thanksgiving Day parlay together. It was like plus six, 650 odds, and it hit. And that was just like one of the best. You know, we all put like $15 on it at least. And that was, that was the only time I've ever had fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I do remember that. I was outside, and I was like, I just need them to score one more touchdown. And they did, and I threw my phone. I don't know why I threw my phone, but I did. So you had to buy a new phone with your winnings. No, it, it hit. It was it was freshly cut grass, so uh, it was a little, little bit of pillow grass. Okay, I did the thing where I throw my phone into the couch. A yes, lot. big fan yeah. of that. Yeah, Not, like somehow it always lands. But but Dad's got fresh Bermuda out there, so yeah, it was it was nice and comfy. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. On the side um, of the mountain. Yeah. Um, the worst one I've ever done is, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies were up 25 points on the Lakers and they had it as a pick em. like live bet pick em. It was in the second quarter. I was like, Oh, money, money line, put $25 on it. Lakers won by 12. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, that. Dude, I, I mean, that's not your fault, though. That like, that's a smart bet. You know? <laughs> like, that's what I thought too. And I was like, "Well, okay, well, I'm a moron." <laughs> I was like, 25 points in two and a half quarters, easy money." Nope, they got destroyed after that. As soon as I put the bet in, it was just like three, three, three. I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> Speaking I, of the Grizzlies, they're a covering machine right now. I picked are them last we, night. Are we going Grizzlies to cover all the time? I didn't pick them yeah. today. I, I picked the Hawks to cover tonight. Hey, Chad, you're going to um, – I don't know if I should tell you this. I feel like they're going to start losing if I do. But those two-by-threes, dude, That the, in the life of me betting them, Max, they've only – only both have lost once. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> – Dude, I should have never touched that one. It was even money. I should have. That was when I was like, because my thing's been, it's always been like you win two, five, ten dollars if one wins and the other doesn't. Yeah. And when they were even money, I was like, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. 
And then FanDuel's caught on. They're putting just, even money now where you can't win any money unless both. No, last night it wasn't at even money. Last night it was at like plus 105. Yeah, plus oh, 105. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I won $2 or $52 last night. So they, or you only got one in, right? I only put one in because I didn't even know they were there and I was going to bed last night and I saw it. So I put it yeah, in. Yeah, they, they usually do all the boosts by noon, but those they do at like later times. Yeah, they don't want you to see them. Yeah. Ch- Chad, are you putting money on Pat's boost? I saw that. That's not a bad little boost. I, I told Landon, I'm, I, yeah, you can't make me responsible, but I, I'm doing it. Let's do it. Plus, I, I'm doing 50. I'm doing max wager. God. All right, I have zero dollars in my FanDuel account, so I can't do that. <laughs> you want me to? I've got I've got uh, your mom's number. I forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want me to call her and see if she can transfer? Or? No, no, no. Because I used to pay. Mom used to pay you for rent. Yeah. I don't think I actually have her number, but I could see. <laughs> we uh, we owe you money for uh, letting us be in your wedding, so uh, maybe we'll get that to you. As a wedding, as a as a wedding gift. <laughs> okay, I'm not giving you any money. You owe me. You actually gave us the best wedding gift, I've, best groomsman's gift I've ever received. I'll tell you that. Thank you. You're welcome. I I mean that honestly. Oh, Landon's going to get it because he hasn't drank it. No, I was mad. Oh, <laughs> I gave you condoms. Jesus, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. You never used those. <laughs> it was a man's <laughs> gift. There was like uh, airplane bottles, condoms. I don't know what else is in there. There's a cigar in there. Cigar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I was balling on a budget. So, you know, I'm not big money Chad. So I couldn't. Chad, Chad's is her. Like, obviously, the whiskey's cool, but bourbon. What is it? Um, but the label <laughs> is what makes it great. So this is this is what I got them. What they're not, they're not gonna be able to. Oh, they. I put like a custom label on it. They gave yeah, you me can't. That. You can see groom. That's all you can see. But it's got it, it's custom. It's cool. Chad did well. Yeah, he did. I like. It was it. the only non-homosexual way I could come up with a gift. You're getting married to a woman. And it's pretty heterosexual. Yeah, but like. Oh my god! Y'all actually, y'all two are the only two I've given them to. I've asked everybody else, but I'll take theirs. You can't mail liquor, apparently. You cannot. No one else lives in Knoxville, so that's why you gotta you gotta pack it. You gotta pack it in a suitcase, um, like you do on a cruise. You gotta have it in that little pouch thing. Okay, I'll ship suitcases. That'll be really cheap. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Hey, I'm just trying to help you out, man. Oh my god! All right, um, I, I I'm trying to I was trying to like brag. I was gonna be like, hey, here are the best bets I placed this this year. Um, but I actually can't see my transaction history, so I don't really remember. Um, and I've had some horrible losses, like picking Gonzaga money line the other night. I think my biggest wins have been like same game parlays in the NFL. I did the Ravens was a big one um, with Lamar Jackson. I think Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller in the Texans. Yikes! You should have to pay that back. Wait, that was that was a big one on Thanksgiving. Was that one? I didn't get that bet in. I was somewhere on Thanksgiving where I couldn't get the bet in. I don't remember where. Yeah, it was tough. 
It was tough. But all right, y'all ready? It was one time a couple weeks ago when Caleb drove to Virginia and got all of our FanDuel. Hey, pads. dude, Jesus Christ, man! Deny, deny, deny. And didn't do know, anything with our FanDuel pass. You don't know who's watching this. Golly. You know how much money I've made on FanDuel this year? I'm not trying to get kicked out of that, that sports book. I'm up $400, guys. So, no big deal. Ooh, okay. How much have you, how much, how much have you gambled? Me? Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I've gambled over four grand. I bet one thousand close to that seventy seven dollars, and I've won one thousand seven hundred and thirty. So that is a I, I bet like over fifty dollars a day. That is a net total of negative one hundred and forty six dollars. <laughs> How are you not positive? They give out free money. <laughs> they give out free money all the time. You get too excited. <laughs> I probably got four hundred dollars in free money. The other like fifty bucks is probably. The only money I've made. We should make it like a fade chat account. We should do a fade chat account. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> you can't I'll fade start yourself. Myself. You I'll can't fade the- yourself. We it, it could be like fade like you could put like a silent E on, on your name. So like fade Chad, but it's Chad <laughs> with a silent right. E. Let's not do that. Let's <laughs> go over what we what we've learned in the past. I don't know. Five months gambling. What is that? I've, I've learned nothing. But I mean, think about it. Like I remember, we all went to Sono that one time, and we took some boost. And by now, we've all learned that boosts are just like it's bait. Like you yeah, know, boost gonna hit. But yeah, at the time, we were like, oh shoot, that's a boost. Let's let's do that. And it was some some dude to get the first touchdown, which is always a long shot in the first place. It happened though. The like, first time we did it, it happened. It it, it hit. It <laughs> <stopped> it. <laughs> yeah, you say like we know. I do. You're right. I do know that booster traps, but I'm still betting them. Yeah, that was the first week like, of Tennessee, so like, all the all the boosts were going to hit because they wanted to trap us into spending more money. Yeah. But other, they, I mean, they know people like Chad were going to lose it. <laughs> What if I learned? Off losing bets. I've learned teasers are a good thing. I won recently in March Madness. I won one hundred and fifty, one hundred and thirty dollars on a teaser. Teasers are good. Teaser. I learned that. Yeah, I didn't really get into teasers until like the like the end of March Madness. See, and college football teasers are even better than any basketball one I've seen. I won money on college football teasers. One thing I like doing, especially in basketball is betting a favorite with the spread is like you gotta like in the back of your mind you always gotta have like okay these guys do not care about the spread so if you're gonna bet anything you gotta be really you gotta really like that it's that they're gonna cover or just bet the underdog and hope and hope hope they don't give up yeah like I don't know. They're just kids, man. What about Pete Alonzo uh, before his at-bat today? Someone told him the over was nine or eight, and he hit a home run. <laughs> Did you see that? Good teams win. Great teams cover. I lost two money line bets yesterday in the MLB, and they were both off walk-offs. Oh, but see, that's a good loss, right? 
That's a no. Screw that. That's a bad beat. That is a bad beat. But it's also like, hey, if we're gonna lose, it's walk off. How we're gonna lose? I don't want to yeah. lose in the eighth. Yeah, it was like funny. I wasn't way off. <laughs> right. Like like the the know. Grizzlies, I was way off. Wait, I thought the Grizzlies were covering. What's going on? Well, we're they, are, the, they are now, but no, they, uh, that one that one pick you had a while ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that. Um. So I don't appreciate Chad Landon. I don't know if you picked up on this. Landon's been holding out a lot of bets on us, and uh, he has. I don't like it. I I bet like sixty dollars a day every day. I know, and you win a lot of them, and don't tell him, dude. Yeah, what the hell? I just like I just look at games, and that that's that's my me time. I'll go on a fifteen minute break at at work and just your me time and my me time are a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that at work, Chad. It's you proud of fun. You can. You can. You might get fired, but you can. They're watching. <laughs> they got cameras in the bathroom there? That's nice. My, That's hot. Uh, well, my, uh, my computer at home has a camera. Oh, what are you using that for? You got an OnlyFans account? No, uh, Zoom. Sticky notes. I, oh, <laughs> but over the camera. I did not know where you were going with that. It's uh, yeah, I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I take lockdown browser tests all the time. <laughs> um, also, so Chad, you asked what we learned from betting. I thought you meant like I thought you wanted me to say that I'll net like I shouldn't gamble. And obviously I haven't learned that. But like I've heard of like go to like family functions and we start talking about it, like you know, with me and my brothers and or you know, like people at the family function that gamble also. And there's always that person that chimes in. You shouldn't gamble. Vegas always wins. Blah, 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 blah. That's Listen, my dad. Vegas can suck a fat one. I'm up 400 bucks right now. That's like, so my, my dad would never do it. But he's also like interested in like, if I win, he's like, do you have any money on this? How much did you win? Like he's interested in it. He would never do it. He likes it from afar, like Mike Leach. <laughs> That's what my dad does. He's like. He's like, wow. So, wow. They just they just kicked a field goal super late that had nothing to do with anything. What was the line on this, Chad? Can, can you explain that to me? And I, I'm like, over text? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. Your dad's just trying to bomb with you, and you just shut him down like that. I mean, I mean, I'll explain it to him, but I'm not going to type out a five paragraph essay over text trying to explain gambling to him. So, did you send him like a Zoom meeting? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been smart. Would have been smart to do. Yeah, see, I don't. Everyone that does it is, I don't know. I just, yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Is you know, or or have we learned to walk away while we're hot? Because I'm not one to walk away while I'm hot. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the game till it's burned down. I've learned a lot about some teams. Like never bet on Iowa in anything. No, never. Um, always bet on the shots. Always bet against Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, that always works out pretty well. Um, and then always bet in favor of Alabama. <laughs> Alabama won us a lot of – I hate them, but they won us a lot of money on that national championship. Hey, do you remember when we were supposed to win $100 on a $1 bet thanks to Tennessee and we didn't? Because <laughs> we, oh, yeah. we lost to an off, uh, offensive line coach that is the head coach at Arkansas now. Like I, I think Jared Zerner should have been fired then. That if if you all right, no, we're not going into that. No, no, I, this is my only take. 
if you are the head coach of any state school in the university or state school in the state of Tennessee, so UT Martin, you know, UTC, ETSU, ETSU like ETSU. any any public school in the, in the state of Tennessee, and you lose a spread the love bet, like for your state, you should be fired. That's the taxpayers that you're costing money. Fired immediately. No questions asked. You're done. We should have picked Arkansas. Could we have picked Arkansas? <laughs> yes. We had a choice, Landon. Mm. Hmm. I wasn't in on that one. I mean, they gave us the softball. We went wrong. We should have. What we, we should have done is we should have had our significant others download DraftKings and place a $1 bet on Arkansas while we had a $1 bet on Tennessee. Everyone walks away happy, but we weren't smart enough at the time to do that. Yeah, we've we've kind of we kind of have lost out on all of the get it using our significant others' accounts. Like, oh, I don't do that no more. No, <laughs> wait, she gets it. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's always gotten the money, but I at least it, I feel like I'm winning something when I make her when I tell her about the free bets. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start doing the two by threes on her account. Why not? Yeah, it's free money. It's only money. It's only money. Who, who needs yeah. it? Don't can't take more. it. Can't take it with you. Yeah. All right. Stupidity's an epidemic. Probably us. The conversation we just had. It wasn't smart. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I, I gave Chad. I gave Chad's not the right way to say that. Um, me and Chad had the same one. I was gonna let him read it all. I assume Landon had a good point when he asked me about it. He was like, "There's a lot of terrible takes from that guy." So which one? So he had a good okay, point. So today. our so our text chain went, Landon, Chad, are you are you good to come on the show tonight? I said, Yeah, I'm I'm good. What else do I need to prepare for? What shout out to me because that I, yeah what I need to prepare for, unlike last time I was on, and we did about seven segments that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> and, I, I mean that, see what you don't know is those seven segments combined for a segment called What the Hell is Chad talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh landon said stupidity is an epidemic any stupid tweets you saw this week and i said i've got a good stupidity is an epidemic and then caleb said is it skip and i said damn it <laughs> <laughs> so my stupidity is an epidemic is skip bayless saying no idea how you can call that an all-time great college basketball game when it was won by a lucky shot just anytime anything fun happens this guy has a ginormous dump <laughs> Pants and can't have any fun. <laughs> to be fair, he has those terrible takes all the time. It's not just when we're having fun. Um, I actually just pulled up his Twitter. Mm. I thought we could scroll through it. He tweeted, Kevin Durant looks like Kevin Durant. Like he hasn't missed a dribble. That's that was he like, what does that mean? Spot the lie. My favorite thing <laughs> about him is like he's like a big Clippers fan now, and he claims that it's because of Kawhi Leonard. He's always been a fan of Kawhi Leonard. But when Kawhi Leonard left the Spurs, which is his favorite basketball team ever, besides now, he's like he likes the Clippers. When he went to <laughs> Toronto, he he would not even call Kawhi Leonard by his name. He called him number two because he hated like him that. that much. That's respect, yeah. But now you it's his favorite when, team. We should have called that guy number when, two. You guys remember when Dak Prescott came out and was like, yeah, I had some uh, mental health problems and I – uh, started seeing a therapist and Skip Did Skip throw his, tra- his jersey in the trash? <laughs> he put his dick in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, the Dallas 
Cowboys quarterback cannot be weak and have mental problems. <laughs> Everyone was just like, what? Why yeah, does Steve Bayless take so many shirtless picks and, and post them? It's so weird. Like, dude, like 65. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you look okay for a 65-year-old, but no girl's like, oh, yeah, that's a hot 65 I don't know. He looks like he's know. been dead for 20 years in, in every one of those pictures. Well, his wife's name is Ernestine, so. Yeah, they play catch every time that he gets home. They play what? catch? Like baseball, <laughs> football? What do you think? You no. guys didn't see that? It was one tweet from a while ago. Where it was like, it was like one thing Ernestine and I have always bonded over having a catch, and they're just throwing a ball inside, listening to music, and that's a vibe, bro. <laughs> it's just such a weird. I bet he like tells her you, you didn't you didn't throw that right. It wasn't a good enough spot. What do you think they listen to when they do that? Uh, freeform jazz. <laughs> I was gonna go something like basic, like they like he's like I love the Grateful Dead. You probably haven't heard of them. It's probably just like <laughs> Jerry Jones press conferences. Have y'all seen the video of uh, of someone took Skip's takes and put them to where it sounds like he's having an argument with himself? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is undoubtedly the best quarterback in the league, and he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Rodgers is the worst quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they have Michael Rappaport on Undisputed the other day? <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs> you sounded like uh, Jonah Hill on War Dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no. That's that. That's that laugh. <laughs> Dude, Skip, I, I will, I'm glad. I will say this. For all the Skip haters – Skip Bayless makes this world a more fun place. I'll say it. Yeah, it's like it, anytime you think like you're not happy, you just go on like Skip Bayless is way unhappier than you. He's just Landon, mad. Like, why Landon, is he always you, mad? Landon, you can't even afford a microwave at waist height. Get out of here. <laughs> Where do you keep your microwaves? On the counter? On the counter. <laughs> it is on the counter. <laughs> But I think it's it's higher than waist high. It's like I know Skip keeps his Skip keeps his at, at waist height. You're not rich enough for that. Do you have a space in your cabinet for your microwave? I don't Maybe. know. It was it was in that place when I got the house, so I have no clue. <laughs> Get your bread. Do you keep yours right over the trash can? Just out of curiosity, because I don't. I don't either. No. Yeah, Skip does. He's, he's better than me and you. Landon doesn't throw his jerseys away, fish them out of the trash off camera, and then throw he them. He also in. challenged yeah, Jamal yeah. Adams to like a a race, and I was like, "Ooh, here's a good question. Um, this is an old old take. Who's more successful, Skip Bayless or Richard Sherman?" Ooh, that is an old that is an old take. Quick, that's probably the. I thought you were going to say Stephen A, and it's got to be Stephen A. I'm just saying, like, I think if you polled America, I think more people would say they know who Skip Bayless is than they know who Richard Sherman is. I got a question. Who's worse, Max Kellerman or Skip Bayless? Skip. Skip's on Fox. Is Max Kellerman on Fox? No, he's on ESPN. ESPN. He is on ESPN. 
Skip's on Fox. That 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 kind of sucks for him. But Shannon like Sharp is good. I like, like Shannon Sharp. Yeah, but Skip's colleagues Skip. with Clay Travis. That's got to count for something negative. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Skip's definitely worse than Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman, you could – so you talk about that video of um, Skip debating with himself. I bet you could do that with Max Kellerman easily. Eagle yeah. dollar. <laughs> he has the most like, – <laughs> Like he has to like walk into work and they're like on his on his door. It's like, hey, here are the absurd takes you're gonna say today. He doesn't know what they're gonna be, so they may not match up with yesterday's. He just knows he has to say me. I can't believe he said that. I'm not shocked at all. Fate of the universe. I want even dollar. Well, I mean, that's an absurd question to ask, anyways. This isn't freaking Space Jam. But you could name literally like a thousand people <laughs> besides Igudala. Hey, why are people mad about Space Jam? I know like people are like cancel culture or something. What's going on? I don't really give a I shit. I don't know. I'm all for it. <laughs> cancel Space Jam too. Yeah, like no movies are out. So you're mad that one's about to come out? The jerseys do suck in Space Jam too. I'll say that. The OG Looney Tunes jerseys were way better. I mean, they do have a lot to live up to. I'll say that. But yeah, they, just, they stink. Nike ruins everything. You're not going to see frat guys in 20 years <laughs> wearing those those jerseys. Oh, don't tempt them. That's a yeah, that's a bold take. I don't know about that, Chad. I've seen some terrible frat jerseys. Like that one guy who would always wear like a Michael Vick one and carry that dog around. <laughs> Is that a Halloween costume or someone did that for fun? Yeah, it was like every time we went to uh, that fraternity party, it would be the same guy wearing a Michael Vick and he'd have his dog with him. It was the weirdest thing. He's just trying to remind you Michael Vick's a good, misunderstood guy. <laughs> I guess so. He, he did his time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that he went to Philadelphia. Like, the shittiest fan base of like, the shittiest people on earth after he gets out of jail. That's just – it's poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. I'm sorry, I, I've taken us way off topic. Stupidity is an epidemic, Landon. What do you do? You have any? I don't have any. I was just, I was just reading Skip Bayless's tweets earlier, and I just kind of got mad and just put my phone down and didn't even save any of them. I've had a great. I mean, I had a great time scrolling through Skip because you, when you said that, I pulled up Skip Bayless's tweets immediately, and it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've got one from a random guy. He tweeted. I don't even remember what he it was a response to. He tweeted, Tennessee, he's a Kentucky basketball fan. That's important to note. He tweeted, Tennessee fans are insufferable. You get swept by every major rival in every major sport. Basketball is a major sport, and Kentucky hasn't swept Tennessee in. I don't know how long. Hmm. So. And what, what counts as a sweep? Two games? I would think it would have to be at least two games. And football. You can't. It's physically. Do we like, don't play enough games to do that. <laughs> yeah, we don't make we could, it. Like you'd have to play in the in the college football playoff or the SEC championship, and you don't have to worry about that. So at this point in my Tennessee fandom, it would be an honor to get swept by Alabama. Yeah, I'd like it. That means we get to play them twice, and I'd put money on Alabama and probably win <laughs> some money. Do you think? Do you think Nick Saban's reached the ceiling? <laughs> 
Do you think he can't? Can he? I, I think oh, it's gonna be. Oh, oh, oh I do. Recruit? I do have a stupidity. I'm sorry. This and it does um, involve Nick Saban. I just don't know if he can uh, keep up with the current state of, of college football. I think it's a question you got to ask. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy so, Pruitt had his number. Oh yeah. I believe called, that he called more timeouts than he did. Um. Big game boomer. I don't know who this is. I think they're an Oklahoma fan side or something. But they said 25 most likable, unlikable head coaches in college football. Guess who's number 16 on likable? Unlikable or unlikable? Likable. Nick Saban? Nick Saban. Interesting. How was anything think, about that man likable? I think people are starting to come around to him. I think He's I getting think soft he's like, in a way. I'd say he's like indifferent overall at best. I think people used to hate him because he won so much. And then Dabo started winning and Dabo's a dickhead that now they're like, oh, you know, Nick's not that bad. I don't know. Dabo's, I wouldn't call him likable, but he is entertaining. Dabo? Dabo? Dabo's yeah. insufferable. He's number nine on unlikable. I said I wouldn't call him likable. But she he said indifferent. I like how much he's in her, how, no. Saban's indif- uh, Saban's I feel like the country's view of Saban is indifferent. Dabo is just I he's not likable, but it's kind of like Skip Bayless. No one likes him. It's just really interesting to see what he what takes he comes out with. Yeah, no one likes him, but a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I hate Nick Saban. We're talking about Dabo. Who are we talking about? I mean, I don't really like both either one of them. No, I hate Nick Saban because he's a coach for Alabama. I'm just saying, I think a lot of people used to hate him because he won so freaking much. Then Dabo comes along, and they're like, that dude sucks way worse. Okay, David Cutcliffe is 22. I like David Cutcliffe a lot more than I do Nick Saban. Send me this list again. Yeah, I kind of want to see this too. How is David Cutcliffe less likable than Nick Saban? He's He's an old man. He's just too old. Too old. I agree. Where um, is um, where's Mike Leach on that list? Is he number one? He is number eleven on likable. I just don't get the fact like the. You throw some coaches at me, I'll tell you where they're at. Lane Kiffin. I love Mike Leach. Lane Kiffin I'll is number on two on unlikable. He's what now? Say it again. He's number two on unlikable. Wow. I saw that and I was like, I kind of like Lane Kiffin. Yeah, that, I feel like that's a bad. I feel like hole. he's one. He's kind of indifferent. I. <sighs> People don't like a lot of people don't like him, but a lot of people do like him now. But they didn't like him before. I don't know. Ed Orgeron, coach number oh. one, likable. No, Ooh, whoa, not. careful, Chad. He's number six on like. He's about to get canceled. Um, okay, what do you do? I don't know. You know that whole thing with with LSU. Apparently, he might have been covering some stuff. We'll see. We'll we'll see what comes out of it. Oh, um, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um. Tom Allen. Tom Allen is number one on likable. Wow. Wow. Good for him. Uh, John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Is, sorry. Uh, is uh, number three on unlikable. Honestly, my stupidity as an epidemic is Mrs. Harbaugh, the one who named her two famous coach sons, Jim and John. Can we not get John and, I don't know, Mike? To be or, fair, it was James and John. You get it. Like, just. <laughs> 
at least something close to being different. People get those mixed up all the time, including <laughs> myself. Chad, they're disciples, okay? There's she had ten other options. Judas Harbaugh. That's how they're <laughs> <bringing. laughs> A little close to Easter for that one, Chad. <laughs> Whoa. Um, okay, uh, Clay Helton. Mm, Is he Clay Helton. He's number nineteen on unlikable. Really, I find that interesting. Um, okay, Landon, send me this list. Okay. <laughs> uh, trying to think. Oh, Matt Brown. Mac Brown is number 17 on likable. So they have Mac Brown. They have Nick Saban more likable than Mac Brown. Yeah, that's hard to believe. Uh, I'm not going to open that list because I just want to I, I quiz you. I, I, I like it. Embrace debate. We're just um, naming coaches and where they are on this list. Is Steve Sarkeesian on there out of curiosity? No, he's not currently on this list. Okay. I'd be interested to see where he fall, fell if he was. I um, miss ooh. I miss uh, Bobby Bowden. That is who I miss in college football. Why? Because the ability that that man had – granted, I was young for a lot of this, but looking back at some of his press conferences, they're absolutely hysterical. Where, he's like, where he'll cover these kids' asses to no end, where they'll be like uh, – What's his name? Uh, I can't remember the name of the comedian, but he's got a whole bit about this. Where he's like, Coach, your kids broke into a department store and stole a bunch of clothes. He's like, they did. They did. <laughs> they did. They're, they stole them and gave them homeless shelter. The reason they did it. <laughs> You'll just send me that bit. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I'll send it to you. Um, okay, I had one before Chad rudely interrupted me. Um, dang it! I was thinking Big Twelve. Throw some Big Twelve coaches out there. Uh, so number one on unlikable is Brian Kelly. Okay, that's perfect. He killed a kid, so that's not shocking. Which <laughs> um, is number six on unlikable? That's the influence Tennessee fans have, and so Nick Saban should be on, on the unlikable list, in my opinion, because no one gives a shit about Butch Jones outside of Tennessee. Greg Schiano um, is twelve on unlikable, and no Why one gives Mario a, and no one gives a shit about. Him Why is Mario Cristobal on unlikable? I've never heard that man say one word. That's probably <laughs> CC bias. <laughs> I mean, they're in, they're in the Pac-12. They play like at twelve o'clock at night, so no one actually sees any of their games until it's in the college football playoff, or we're putting money on it. Where's Mike Gundy? Mike Gundy is number nine on likable. Interesting. I love yeah. Gundy. Um. <laughs> Any other oh, coaches? We just said his name. Him? He just got a raise. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about uh, Bob Stoops? Not Bob Stoops. Um, golly, Kentucky Stoops. I don't see him on here. Yeah, I thought he might be on the likable list. Okay. He's at Kentucky. No one gives a shit. That's probably why. Uh, what about um, – uh, good God, I'm blanking on his name. Georgia. Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart. Where's He's he number 10 on Unlikable. Yeah. I, I How is Greg Schiano only number 12 on Unlikable? Uh, dude, he, no wouldn't one, even, he wouldn't even be on there if it wasn't for Tennessee fans, though. No one gives a shit about Greg Schiano. Yeah, no one cares. I mean, I think the public eh, 
How did people not like Ryan Day? I think he's got a shady past too. I oh, think he's in that. Cool. I think he's in that. Um, Tom he's number, Herman. He's number nine. He's number eighteen on unlikable. Yeah, I think he's in that Urban Meyer, Tom Herman, Zach Smith <laughs> situation. Okay. I think he's tied into all that. Gotcha. Um, so I think I, mean, he's, I know uh, he's at Ohio State, and people just hate Ohio State. So. Yeah, you know, the Michigan bias. Uh, so right. yeah, that's gonna that's gonna help that out. Um, what about uh, uh PJ Fleck? Is he on there? Likable? I'd assume. Yeah, PJ Fleck yeah. is twenty one on likable. Okay. Uh, Matt Campbell, where's he at? I don't think I see Matt Campbell on here. Wow, I thought he Hey, you guys remember when Baylor got uh, basically the death penalty for their football program and cleaned house, and they're already back to being a top 10 football team? Yeah, let's diagnose it. Why does Tennessee suck? Um, I Just think like in general. But You think what? The Haslam's? I think it's the Haslam's and – I mean, a lot. It's, it's got to be comes, just administration. Down, yeah, leadership. But like, how after how how many regimes, how many years? How has Tennessee not at least got like lucked into something? Yeah, I don't know. That it's, incompetent, I guess. It's I a know. bad beat, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were born God. in the wrong generation. The nineties would have been fun. Oh God! I don't even think about it. <laughs> We're a I, I definitely have liver failure by now. I don't know. I mean, do you, yeah, I, I guess it depends on how you drink. You drink out of happiness or out of sadness. If it's out of sadness, you should. Yes. You're born in the wrong era. Good point, Chad. That's a good point. I'm glad you raised that. <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't do sadness. I usually just go exactly. And, and That's me. Yeah, I. That I is so true for our friend group. Like, I remember one time we were all over at Jesse's and uh, he and we were playing Kentucky in basketball the year we had Schofield and all them. Uh, and we lost. We got our ass kicked. Yeah. And, and everyone just went home. And Jesse and I <laughs> kind of just like, we're kind of just like, oh, all right. I, I mean, I think it was good. Jesse and I didn't really care as much as everyone else. But like, we were just like, oh, okay. Tennessee lost. What else is new? That's why we don't make plans about anything until like the game's <laughs> over. And then we're like, "Hey, what do we do?" Like everybody's asking, "What are we doing now?" I'm like, "If we win, we'll we'll do this. If we don't, probably go cancel home. cancel the season." <laughs> yep. Well, Chad, thanks for hopping on. Let's do it again. No problem. Thanks make for some, make some good bad, bad bets. Uh, good bad bets so that we can have you on to talk about your bad bets. Um, We'll actually load like two or three dollars into your account to play around with. It's like when you're winning. Oh, okay. it's oh like that's when, like four units. Yeah, <laughs> big spender. It's like when you're winning at uh, uh, Thunderworld. You won't get that reference. It's an East Tennessee reference. Um, Knoxville area, uh, Maryville area casino. No, um, it's like when you're winning at Thunderworld. It's Cherokee Casino for youngins. Like, it's like when you're winning at Thunderworld, but your buddy isn't. But you want him to keep playing the games with you, so you give him you give him some coins um, to to keep playing. That, that's what, what we're gonna do. World is. I'll explain it when we get off here because it, it's a great. Don't want you to miss out on all the fun. Um, it's like a redneck Dave and Buster's. It's way better than Dave and Buster's. D and B's. I love like, Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. We will be back after Tennessee sweeps Florida on Sunday night. Thanks, Chad, again for coming on. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.